the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Uncompromising values. This is the year of being relentless. How many are ready to level up? Be relentless in every area of your life and being relentless with your values, with your values, your standards, right? Your core values for life are so important to personally establish. You got to personally come to know your values for yourself, not just because this is what your parents did, just this is because just because what your parents said, what the church did. No, you have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You need a personal relationship with the Word of God as the foundation of your life. You need a personal relationship with love. Let me tell you, how many are ready to have a deep, intimate, personal relationship with love? Because God is love, and we're demanding of people, love me, love me, love me, and they're incapable. God is love. God is love. And love is the foundation of who we are. But how many are ready to get an actual true foundation of God's kind of love, right? Not this conditional love, but unconditional love. And it is hard and it is rare because you know why we haven't seen it in the natural. I mean, some of us are gifted with amazing parents that love you unconditionally. And now in this age, in this society, in this time, that's even rare. (laughs) Like, that's a rare thing. Do you know what I mean? But how many are ready to have a relationship with love? Because God is love, and he loves you, and he's saying, come away with me. Come get to know me and who I am. Come away with me in my word. You want to get away? Get away in the word. Dive into the word. Let's get into the word, right? And let's discover our values for life. Let me tell you, the younger you are, when you establish these values, the better, okay? Challenge to all the young people and old people can testify. I wish I knew this when I was younger. Anybody else? You got to establish these values. The younger you are, the easier it is because this is your way of life. This is your standard, right? You haven't been ran through by a whole bunch of people because you know that you're valuable and you know that God values you. So there's a standard, right? Somebody just jumps in your DMs. You're like, oh, there's a standard. Somebody just winks at you. You're like, oh, oh my gosh. Wait, there's a standard. They just had a stank eye. They just had an eyelash in their eye. Calm down. You're like, ooh. It's like, don't flatter yourself, guys. Like, seriously. Like, oh my gosh, so-and-so, he's after me. Like, really? What did he say? Hi. Calm down. Calm down, you know? Anyways, you have to value yourself, right? And then you have a standard. You have a value for life. And the younger you are, the easier it is. Establishing what you believe in. Establishing what you stand for. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Come on, I believe the Bible is the ultimate truth. And I believe there's things I don't understand, but that doesn't change the truth. <laughs> it just says, I don't understand with my human self, right? Establishing what you stand for. You know, the, the world is putting pressure on us, putting pressure on a generation, putting pressure on young people. But do you feel the pressure? There's some pressure. There's some pressure being put on us. But we need to know what we believe in, what we stand for. We need to know the truth. What, what are we standing for? For God's word? For God's way? 
for God's truth, come on, and for God's love, or our way, right? Are you going to fight for your way, for your truth? Everybody needs to be empowered with your truth. Well, this is my truth. Let me start this video out with telling you my truth. You know what? You can make up your own truth. Anybody had a bad dream? Anybody had a dream and you woke up like, how dare you? Like, girl, that was a dream. Calm down. But you believe in it to be truth with your truth. This is my truth. I dreamed it. You just wake up in the middle of the night. Some of you spouses would be like, bam. Whoo. The Spirit of the Lord just came upon me and I had a dream. Okay, well, the devil is a liar. Anybody? Are we going to believe our truth? Are we going to believe the truth? Right? Are we gonna, what's going to be our value? What's going to be our standard? The world's way, fear of rejection. Sometimes people let fear of rejection be the ultimate truth in their life. Fear of rejection. And then when you have that mindset of fear of rejection, everything you see is people rejecting you. And people didn't even, it's just how you perceived it. How you perceived it. Two people can hear the same conversation. And one person heard one story. And one person heard another. You know? Like, it's how you're perceiving things. God's love or rejection of man. What's going to be your filter? What's going to be your standard? What's going to be your value? And you need to decide these for yourself. And it's so important. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.12, This is why I suffer as I do. I am not ashamed. I love that Paul is always so bold. He's always reminding us, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Y'all might be ashamed. You guys might be ashamed of me here in prison because he's in prison writing them letters to encourage them. Why? Because they're crying and they're ashamed of him and they're not sure God called them. And Paul is like, I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. I love having that kind of fire in my life. I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed. I'm fully persuaded, right? I am not ashamed for I know Jesus. Let me tell you, there's a confidence that comes when you have a personal relationship with Jesus. I'm not ashamed for I know Jesus. And I am personally acquainted with him, whom I have believed with absolute trust and confidence in him and in the truth of his deity. And I am fully persuaded beyond any doubt that he is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him until the day when I stand before him. So he's like, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I trust in him and I cannot wait for the day that I stand before him. Do you know what I mean? I'm not ashamed. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. You're dealing with some sickness. You're dealing with some financial battles. You're dealing with some relationship battles. Come on, I'm not ashamed. I'm gonna stand firm on the word. I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. He's gonna see me through to the other side of this. I'm gonna lean on him, lean on his word, his way of doing things. Not gonna trust myself, my own understanding, right? Seek him. Seek him. And that's going to give you that confidence. Paul personally tapped in to the word. He personally tapped in to Jesus, to the way, the truth, and the life. So that no matter what Paul faced, he was fully persuaded. They killed him. He's like, get up. I'm fully persuaded God's called me here. They stone him. He'd been shipwrecked. They throw him. They're like, okay, get off the boat. He don't care. I'm fully 
persuaded that God has called me? Are you fully persuaded that God saved you for such a time as this? He saved us, come on, for the end. He saved us for right now. Paul was fully persuaded in the word. He was fully persuaded in his power and his authority in Christ. He was fully persuaded in prioritizing the will of God first. He was fully persuaded. You know what? Just like Jesus. And if we are going to overcome the pressures of the world, if we're going to overcome these hard seasons, anybody been in a hard season, right? You're like, man, can summer be over? Can winter be over? Can spring just be here? Some fruit flourishing. We got to endure some seasons sometimes. And the only way that we're going to endure these seasons is if we're fully persuaded. If we personally come to know what we believe in, am I going to believe the doctor's report? And am I going to believe the hot mess of this relationship and what they said about me and what they believe about me? Or am I going to believe the truth of God's word? Am I going to believe I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus? Am I going to believe the best, right? Am I going to believe that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus? And I'm going to believe that I've been set free. Am I going to believe that I am made righteous and that I am made rich in Christ Jesus? We got to be fully persuaded in what we believe in. We got to be fully persuaded in what we stand for, right? What are we willing to live for? What are we willing to die for? Paul says again and again, in nothing shall I be ashamed. In nothing shall I be ashamed, but with boldness. You know what? We make mistakes. Things happen. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to stand in boldness that I am in Christ Jesus, that I am forgiven, that he has called me. He has anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come on. You got to preach to yourself sometimes because sometimes your soul does not believe the spirit. Sometimes your soul's like, no, you stupid, you done, you done this again, and you will do it again, just like your daddy did, just like your mama did, just like your nana did. Anybody? Because the past is talking. It's talking and talking. You know, like, I'm never going to do like my parents. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never. And you get a little older, and you get a little older, and you're like, I did, and I do. And they, they even want better for you. But you know that we can only mimic what we've seen. And that's why we need to mimic the word. Paul said, mimic me as I mimic Christ. This is why it's so important that we gather together, that we come to hear the word, that we prioritize the word so that we can mimic and mimic and mimic the word instead of mimicking and mimicking and mimicking the world. Mimicking and mimicking and mimicking the TikToks. Mimicking and mimicking everything we hear on YouTube. Mimicking and mimicking, like we got a generation that's so desensitized, doesn't know how to have a face-to-face conversation. All they know is like, man, they could type you an article argument like but then you see them face to face they're like come on we're not going to be ashamed but we're going to be bold for Jesus we're going to stand for truth not our truth his truth the way and life Paul said in Philippians 1:20, it is my own eager expectation and hope that I that looking towards the future 
I will not disgrace myself nor be ashamed of anything. How many ready to look towards the future and not be ashamed? You're not going to disgrace yourself, right? But with courage and the utmost freedom of speech. We need to be reminded of this, especially in this season and this time of being canceled and all the pressure. Nope, I'm going to take courage with the utmost freedom of speech. Even now, as always, Christ will be magnified and exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ. He is my source of joy, my reason to live, and to die is gain. For I will be with him eternally. Let me tell you, Paul got a revelation. He's like, to be here, to be gone, peace out. That is a revelation that one day it hits you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what comes your way. You don't fear death because out of this body is with Jesus. But I want to be on this body for 120 years as long as I can. I'll be 98, 99 and still bringing it to the youth, bringing it to the young people. L-L-Y-A, just turn 103. Woo! Watch me. Watch me now. Watch me kid you not, right? Are you ever ashamed, right, of what you believe in? Have you ever questioned? Are you ever ashamed? Are you fully persuaded? Are you fully persuaded? Because that is exactly what the world system on repeat is trying to fully persuade you, fully persuade you. You know, if like you hear the same thing so many times, you believe it to be true. So you're seeing this TikTok, you see this TikTok, you see this TikTok, and that is so wild that um, AIs have the ability to understand when you're lonely, when you're thirsty, when you're feeling desperate, and sending you things at just the right time. Get off. <laughs> Run if you need to. Oh, I just had a breakup. And all of a sudden, TikTok is full of breakups. It's like they're listening to you. They're listening to your conversations. It's wild. And anyways, they're listening. <laughs> Speak the word. <laughs> Speak the word. Come on, we're not going to be ashamed, right, of what we stand for. We need to be firm in our uncompromising values with courage and the utmost freedom of speech. And let everything that we do be done and reflect who we are in Christ. Let it be a reflection of Jesus. Let it be a reflection of who we are in him. Our values are important because they define us, right? Our values determine our choices and everything that we do is a reflection of the values that we hold. The choices we make, the relationships we allow in our life, the boundaries we allow or we don't allow in our life is a reflection of the values that we hold. It's a reflection, right? In everything that we do. And here at Love Life Church, we have a set of core values. These values, come on, they got to be written on your heart. I'm believing that these values are going to be your core values. They're going to be your set values, your go-to, right? Love, outreach, value, enthusiasm, leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. 
love. Come on, we love God, we love people, and we love life. Develop these love life values as your own uncompromising values. These are your family values, right? These are your personal values. This is your honor code, your honor code that you ask yourself as you're conducting yourself in business, as you're conducting yourself in your relationships, as you conduct yourself with your finances, love, values, right? Outreach, value, enthusiasm, leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. It's our honor code. Our first value is love. We love God, we love people, and we love life. I love that because sometimes in church, the love life is missing. <laughs> like, love God, love God, love God, and love others, and love others. And what happened to loving life? Because <laughs> you all look like prunes. <laughs> like, yeah, that looks real fun. Like, that doesn't age too. No, we love God, we love people, and we love life. Love is the foundation of who we are. Here at Love Life Church, love is the foundation of who we are as Jesus followers. That's who we are. It's the foundation of our life. And we are only capable of love because God loved us first. That is the only, that's he's the one that gives us the ability to love. He gave us his love. 1 John 4, 19. We love because God first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his fellow Christian brother, he's a liar. <laughs> oh, there it is. The word said it. He's a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. And seek the best for him. Isn't that wild? Because you're like, oh yeah, I love God. And then all the people around you, you don't love and you can't stand. Well, I love an unseen God. Yeah, uh-huh. It's easy. Talk is cheap. <laughs> Talk is real cheap. It's about the fruit of your life. The fruit of your life is that when you're in a love relationship with God and God poured his love in, in you and you pour your, your love out to others. It's the fruit of your life. People come by you and they experience love. They experience the love of God, right? We are only capable of love because God loved us first. And we were created to give and receive love like God. And the longevity and strength in this Christian walk is based on having a personal revelation, a personal understanding. You see the big picture, right, of God's great love for you because God loves you big time. God loves you individually. God loves you unconditionally. God loves you relentlessly. God loves you. This is, you need a revelation of this. You need an understanding of this for a fruitful, fulfilled life. To have an understanding. Love, love, love. God loves me. He loved me first. And that revelation helps you to finally love yourself. Because once you love yourself, then you can actually love others. Because you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. So get in a love relationship with God. Because he loves you unconditionally. And once we know and believe God's great love for us personally, we are able to love him in return. We love him in return. 1 John 4, 16. And we have known and believed that 
we have known and believed the love that God has for us. We need to know and we need to believe. You know, like you can know somebody loves you, but sometimes you don't believe it. We need to know and believe that God loves us and that God is love. And he who resides, he who abides, he who makes his home in love abides, resides, and makes his home in God and God in him. Because God is love and God greatly loves you. And this is why love is the foundation of who we are. Love is our first value. Love in God, love in people, love in life. Be fully persuaded that God loves you no matter what. Because we have never experienced that in this life. Somebody who loves you no matter what, you know, I try and I try, but some of y'all is, you know, pushing my limits. Come on, be fully persuaded that God loves you no matter what. Paul said in Romans 8:37, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. How many are like, I'm more than a conqueror. I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror. Why am I failing? Get a revelation of the love of God. Get a revelation of the love of God. Be fully persuaded about the love of God. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life. That's why he was not fearing death. He didn't care. He was fully persuaded. He is more than a conqueror. God loved him. Man, Paul be preaching. And he be preaching a word in prison. Imagine these are prisons, not now where you get your three meals, you get a workout. People go to prison, they come out buff. They come out ripped. They come out shredded. They receive Jesus. They got, lap, um, they got an iPad. They posting from prison. This is not what Paul was doing, all right? You're not in there getting shredded and really, I am more than a conqueror. Now, he was more than a conqueror inside. He was writing letters, keeping them encouraged, keeping the church alive today. Right now, in this moment, these letters are written and they're alive. God breathes through him. In that moment, he's fully persuaded that he's more than a conqueror because of love. And that nothing would separate him from the love of God. He's fully persuaded that not death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor anything created shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is fully persuaded. And you got to get a revelation of that scripture. Be fully persuaded in Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. And love conquers all. Love conquers all. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. We are only capable of love because God loved us first. We are only capable of love because God poured his love in us. God gave us his love. We were created to give and receive love just like God. We give it. We receive love. And that's why we come to church. We need to give and receive love. We need to experience the love of God in me and the love of God in you. We are the church. We are better together. We are loving God, loving people, loving life. Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you really love me, you will keep and obey my commands. So if you really love me, then you'll just post a, a scripture here and there. 
If you really love me, you'll just show up at church once in a while. If you really love me, you'll serve in the kids' ministry. Now, that's when you know we love God. If you really love me, if you really love me, you'll keep and obey my commandments. We love God by obeying his word. And loving God empowers us to obey his word, right? There's a difference between obeying God's commandments to prove to him that we love him. I'm obeying your word. I'm obeying your word. I'm obeying your word. Do you still love me? Do you still love me? Right? And obeying them because we love God. My service here, what I do is because I love God. Not to prove to him anything, not to make him love me more. I got a revelation that he loves me like he loves Jesus. So what I do is for him, not because I'm afraid of him. Right? This is a revelation that is game-changing. I love him because he loved me first. Growing in God's unconditional love for us is a lifelong journey. Because we're going from understanding to understanding of his love. And we're growing from understanding of understanding of who God is. And the crazy thing is, once you think you got a little revelation of God's love and you experience it, there's more. There's, there's way more. And it is, it's this lifelong journey that we're going to be on here on this earth. God loves you individually. God loves you unconditionally. God loves you relentlessly no matter what. God loves you eternally. God loves you endlessly. Jeremiah 31.3. The Lord has appeared to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. God loves you. He loves you. He values you. And his word gives us values to live by in this life. God's love for you is great. And he greatly loves you. And his love never ends. And his love never fails. And we love God by loving others. <laughs> we love God. It's easy to say that you love God. But the actions of your life is through loving others, loving others, not because you have to, but because you're fully persuaded by the love of God, and that love overflows through your life. It overflows through you, right? We fulfill the first commandment, loving God, by fulfilling the second commandment, loving others, loving people. Jesus said in John 15, 9, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide, dwell, reside, Live, come on, make your home in my love. All right, you ready for this lease agreement? This unending, right? Make your home in my love. Make your, your, your home in the love of God. This is why it's a personal relationship. You got to dive in. And Jesus is saying, come away with me. Spend some time with me. Make your home in love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abided in his love. 
These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friend. Again, what are we willing to live for? What are we willing to die for? Come on, for others, to fulfill our purpose, to fulfill destiny. Laying down our life is only then when you truly find it. It's only then when you find true fulfillment in this life. It's when you lay it down. You lay down your goals. You lay down your dreams. And God meets you there. And he multiplies those goals, multiplies those dreams. And you're like, what? Yeah, God's like, I'm bigger than that. Right? Then you can imagine and dream and think in those wild dreams I be having, right? He's bigger than that. Living to love God causes us to forget about ourselves and begin to love others well. How many are ready to forget about yourself? To forget about those lists that you've been holding against people? Forget about all of that. How many are ready to love others well? Let's love others well. By loving God and loving people, we are compelled to go into all the world, win the lost, and make disciples. But the world just wants us to be compelled to go into all the world to take a good selfie. To go into all the world and just get a good shot. You know, people travel the world and for what? A photo. For a photo op. How about we just live life? <laughs> go into all the world, winning the lost and making disciples, fulfilling purpose, right? Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. It's time to make some disciples, guys. It's time to wake up and understand your purpose. You have something to give. There is somebody younger than you. There is somebody less mature than you. There is somebody under you that said, Will you disciple me? And you're over here like, Well, ain't anybody got time for me? It's time to forget about yourself. And look to those that you can impact their life and make a change forever, right? Go into all the world, make disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Yes, Love Life Church vision is based on loving people because we love God. Loving God, loving people, loving life. And my favorite part, my favorite part is all of it. Like, love, 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 love. I love God, I love people. But I love that we get to love life and live life and enjoy our best life, right? Enjoy life to the fullest. Living the abundant life that Jesus died on the cross to provide us with. He, he died on the cross to provide you with abundant life. Jesus said in John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That sounds like the news. That sounds like everything going on in the world. It's just an act of God. Oh, no. Does that have any stealing? Does that have any killing? Does that have any destroying? That's an act of the enemy. All right? I have come. Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Come on. How many are ready to live your best life? Live the good life, right? God's abundant life. God is so good. And everything that he made is good. And every good and perfect gift comes from him. Not because you're cute. Not because you're smart. Not because you made a good choice. No, every good and perfect gift comes from God. And we're going to give him glory. We're going to give him credit, right? Amen? James 1.16. Don't be deceived. Don't take the credit for yourself. 
Come on. My beloved brethren, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above, comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Come on, guys. Life is worth living and life is for living. Choose life. In a world full of depression, a world, a world full of hate, a world full of negativity, choose life. Speak life, live life, and love life, and be relentless, be persistent, be unyielding, and be uncompromising in your values for life. Be uncompromising. Love, love God, love people, and love life. Outreach, look for opportunities to connect people with God. This is your everyday. This is your outlook, looking for opportunities to connect people with God. Value, value people and treat them with respect and honor. Enthusiasm, keep a good attitude. The attitude I have is the attitude I choose. Keep a good attitude, living for and serving God with great joy. Leadership. Lead, influence, right? And inspire others through your example. Through your example. Show the way. Don't just talk it. Show it. Integrity. Align your thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards. Not the world standards. Not your own standards. Not Nana standards. Biblical standards. Fellowship. Do life as one united family. Be better together. Leveling up is about being better. And let me encourage you, be better together. Remind yourself, we are one united family. There is no division here. We value each other. We respect each other. We encourage each other. We uplift each other. And we are going to be better together. Be better together. And excellence. Always give your best because God gave you his best. Excellence is an attitude. Excellence is everything that I do. I do it as unto the Lord. Not for recognition. Not for affirmation. Not for people. I do it for God and he is the rewarder. He gave his best and I will give my best. And let's develop in these love life values and make them their, our own uncompromising values, right? Let everything we do be a reflection of who we are in Christ Jesus. Loving God, loving people, loving life. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.